and we're recording. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And, and hello good to afternoon. the listener. Yeah, good afternoon to the listener. We're, we're going to have to find a different way of starting these podcasts more. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or leave us a review on Facebook if you enjoy the if you enjoy listening to the podcast. But no, it's, it's hello to the listener every time. Or, or you could do a joke. I haven't got any jokes, but I'll tell you what I did have. I had my, yeah. I had my COVID jabs yesterday, but because, because I got a slight issue, I had to have them in my legs, mm. one in each leg, and, and now thighs are killing me. And the third time I've heard that, it still doesn't <laughs> get any better. <laughs> My name's Neil Dudman. And my name's Dave Kite, and you're listening to the Nursery Business Podcast. I, feel, I, feel, I think jokes are a dying breed at the minute because everything's got a bit woke and a bit PC, so there's no one to actually take the mick out of anymore. Oh, you need to join my Irish family uh, site because the jokes there are coming thick and fast. <laughs> so I shall, I shall have to dust off the best of Irish jokes from uh, the Irish family. That would uh, be amazing if you could. <laughs> yes, a good chortle will never hurt anybody. Absolutely. I think it's because we're not going down the pub drinking anymore. I've actually, I, I don't know whether you're a, uh, a fan of Big Bang Theory, but I can understand no, if you're not. I don't even want to talk about it, to be honest. Hate but, it. You see, being a being a physicist, I can see the I can see all the. I look at my friends and I can see the geek geekness. And I decided we hadn't watched the from series eight onwards. So there, uh, so we decided to go back and watch series seven. So that's five series with twenty four episodes in each. It's uh, hundred and twenty episodes. Yeah, it's, that's, that's some about serious... 100, 105 hours, is it? No, it's half an hour. They're, they're like 25-minute episodes. Yeah. We, we would do three, three or four in an evening. But, yeah, serious binging going on. And then my wife said, I think I want to go back and watch them all from the beginning. No! Oh, God. God, for <laughs> sake. Yeah. Need to get out more. Need to get out yeah. more. So we've had some interesting... Uh, conversations are on our zoom calls and if anybody is interested in finding out about our sort of 90 minute calls that we have every other week uh, fortnightly uh, then you can drop us an email at podcast uh, at your nurserybusiness.co.uk podcast at your nurserybusiness.co.uk and we have some fascinating discussions on running businesses it's all about business it's not about the care it's about well it, it's about how you can become more profitable. yeah what was the what was the comment this morning it was it's it's lovely to see how refreshingly commercial this group is uh, yeah. or something uh, something along those unashamedly commercial i think was the what's and the I, phrase I, we were also talking about the money saved by one meeting uh, amounted to in the region of £23,000 for, for <laughs> one of the members, which basically means uh, that the their Zoom membership is free for the next 23 years. That's fantastic, because I say the 
Zoom calls and the masterminds that we run, which we're hopefully going back in a room in June, which I'm very excited about, do become free. So yes, it's a day out a month. And yes, it's it's £300 a month. But the decisions and the opportunities that arrive from those meetings and indeed the hour and a half Zoom calls that we have on a Thursday and Friday, they become self-funding because you save and create more wealth and money on the back of attending. Which brings us on to one of today's and recent topics, and that's on on fees and, and the discussion of should you be raising your fees this year? You can understand why people might not might not think it's a good idea. Absolutely. But in, in light of what's happening around us at the moment, or the fact that minimum wage moves on in next. Well, we've seen we've seen a, we've had what three, four meetings in the last couple of weeks, and people have been doing the number crunching for the minimum wage. And you know, we have seen figures of twenty two thousand pounds a year, thirteen thousand pounds a year, eleven thousand, and I think in one case twenty eight thousand pounds worth of wages more this year from Mm. April onwards than the previous year. And some of these businesses cannot sustain those type of increases. And that's just due to the minimum wage people. That is not due to managers getting a rise, other staff members getting a rise. It's all going to come in the next 12, 18 months at some stage, and you have to be ready for it. So you've got a choice. It can come out of your pocket, or you can come out of your customer's pocket. And I know which I'd prefer. (laughs) If a nursery is only going to be making, say, 50, 60,000 pounds of pre-tax profit, and you've got 22, 23,000 pounds worth of wage increases and other wage increases on top, let's break that down. Say you're left with 40,000 pounds worth of profit left. You split that between 12 months. What's that, about two, two and a half thousand pounds or something left? When you think about pension contributions, you think about national insurance being more, you think about your rent is probably going to go up, your food costs, your gas, your electric, your consumables, two and a half thousand pounds a month of your profit cleaning, two and a half thousand pounds a month is going to disappear or be be eroded into very quickly. And of course, you need to make profit in order to reinvest and to train and to market and all the other reasons why you should make a profit and of course to reward yourself as well so there's no point yeah. doing it if you're not going to turn a, a, a profit and uh, put money in the director's pocket so another question is do you do you prefer to put your prices up in april or september historically personally we've always done it in september purely from the very beginning it's it's the old saying of remember the Seanette speech at the conference that we put on it why do we do it that way that's because Deborah says we have to do Barbara. it that way and well, Barbara. Barbara and yeah. uh, Barbara died five five years ago it hasn't worked here um yeah. it was uh, purely due to our company financial year we have our end of financial year in August so it was right that we in the beginning we had a price increase in September but of course that puts us sort of four five six months behind the curve of minimum wage increases so we're still doing September at the minute but obviously having to do a larger increase than we'd like to do if we were having an increase in April. I think you'd prefer to be April at the moment wouldn't you because then you've got the the argument that minimum wage is going up in April and therefore we need to put our fees up in April. Yeah, which is why in September we're having an increase probably 
a percent or so more than what we should have done or no what i'm gonna i'm gonna rephrase that more than what we would have done to take up the slack from that shortfall from april to september now i did want to put the price increase on in april but uh, i got overruled by my operations director and quite rightly she came up with some very valid points that 99.9% of our clients have stuck by us throughout this whole pandemic from last March to now. They've been absolutely good as gold and we've not had one person not pay with all these disturbances and disruptions. And it's, I guess it's our way of saying, thank you. We're not going to give you a price increase, but we are going to do it September, but we're going to delay it. And I think the biggest thing to do was to let them know that we're not doing it. And of course, why? I think it's a really good idea to have that price increase now, but say to existing customers, look on our website, the price has gone up, but you guys, Mm. we're looking care, we're giving you a thank you and you can prove it because the price on your website has gone up. Yes. Um, And there's no reason why new people coming into the nursery can't pay higher prices. A lot of people say, I'm not going to put my price up into September. Well, to new people, why not just put it up now? That can be quite a lot of money difference. Yeah, people get a bit miffed when you sign up to a like a health club or like David Lloyd or something and you sign up and you've got your membership and you've been there a year or two and you're paying your sort of £200 a month for your, your access. And then you see a promotion get 12 months for the price of 10. And the existing members don't go back to the, the marketing department and say, oh, hang on, I want, I want this deal as well. It, it, uh, it's not open to you. You're already a client. You're not having this this deal. And it's the same. It's the same with any nursery business. You can have a, a joining offer in terms of a discount or a saving, or you can have a, have your new price increase starting. You can really really pitch it whichever way you want to. Yeah. And so we were talking about the uh, budget this week and the increase in corporation tax and best things to do with your money to uh, incur the minimum amount of tax, because even though um, the Chancellor uh, needs tax money, why should it be your tax money, our listeners' tax money? We're protecting our listeners' tax here. So we were discussing quite a few of them have now dumped money into pensions, and that's a really good idea. It's it's a massive thing to do, because you save a a busload of personal tax, busload of corporation tax and then when you get your money out the other end you can invest it in whatever you want to invest it in so it's a triple win at the minute isn't it have you have you got a pension i have indeed you did 30 years ago i when i first started my first business when i was a wee lad was that um, when black and white telly was still around and you had to get up to change the channel no it was just radio but then make just radio (laughs) a wireless (laughs) Yeah, I had one of those, a wireless. Yeah, so I took the decision to stick £500 a month into a pension every month. And so you never missed it. And the the money came in, the money went out, it was never there available to you, so you never really missed it. But the long and short of it was, 25 years on, I stopped paying into my pension uh, and it carried on growing to the extent that at one stage I took out 25% when I got to a certain age, tax-free, which you can do. And then within three years, without putting any more money in, I'd recovered all of that 25% without putting an extra penny in. And and pensions have changed now. In in the good old days, you put money into a a pension, then you had to get an annuity, 
which is you get paid the, the same amount of money for the next until the day you die, but it's not very much at the moment. I think it's about three no. percent or something like that. And then when you died, you lost all the money. Whereas now the rules have changed, um, and instead of actually buying an annuity, you can do something called drawdown, which means you can draw out as much money as you you do pay tax on it after you take out your tax-free lump sum. But also, when you die, that money can be transferred to your kids, for instance. So when I peg, peg it, if there's still money left in the pension scheme that I haven't drawn down, they will get a bootstrap on their pension schemes. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's a, it's a really good thing to do, to look out for them. The, yeah. The, the other thing that, of course, you can do is that with the money in your pension pot, you can invest it and you can invest it wherever you want to invest it. And, of course, the good old thing is that nurseries uh, need to be in commercial buildings. Yeah. And th- that is one of the major things that you can use your SIP pension to invest. So in at one stage, you could buy your the, the building where your business is located in and not pay any personal transaction. On top of that, you can borrow from you can actually get a mortgage in the pension scheme you can so so you can you can borrow up to 50 percent of the value of your so you can use 50 percent of the uh, money from your pension scheme and then 50 percent from a mortgage and that mortgage then the rent from that the, the, the property goes back into your pension scheme which is very nice and, and then it becomes an ever-fulfilling prophecy of topping up your pension, spending from your pension and topping up your pension. All the time it's growing. But you have to be aware that you, your pension can't exceed just over a million pounds. Pension, I think it's a million and 55,000 or something. And then there's some it is really something like bad... that. Yeah, you get, it goes up by in, in, uh, inflation every year. Yeah, it, and then there's yeah. some really bad taxation, isn't there? I, I, I haven't looked into it thus far. Um, yeah, you stop but, after uh, a million. You stop it here, put it somewhere else, premium bonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, one of our members had a, had a win the other day, didn't she? She won something like 10 grand or something. That was very yeah, nice. Yeah, there's, there's a, and uh, she's, got to, she's got to thank Rishi for that, I think, Mr. Sunak, because it was her bounce back money that she put in the savings account and, and it came yeah. up trumps. So, yeah, um, very good. Yeah, so she can, All quite she can hand it back now. She can yeah, hand it ab- back now. absolutely. And, yeah. But of course, the bounce backs, they've been extended as well, just going off topic from pensions slightly. They're, they're now being paid back over a 10-year period rather than a five-year period with, of course, the, the extra year of interest-free on there. Yeah. It, it's taking, it's going to take our payments down to £2,500 a month from £5,000 a month. So happy days, really, as far as cash flow is concerned. It's a good um, move. Yeah, and if you've got any other loans, then it's a good idea to pay off those loans with your bounce-back loans because they will be the chances are they will be significantly cheaper than your bank's bank loans. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got, and you've also got the opportunity to do six months interest where you pay just the interest as well. So it's, yeah. Do you, do you think a lot of people will pay back their loans or do you think they'll just hang on to them and pay, pay a little bit more interest on that? Cause I, I know I think I would keep liquid if I can in, in these troubles. There days. is, there is no way, even if I had the capital, that I would pay it, that I would hand it back. I will keep it in my bank forever and a day. What's it, two and a half percent? So I think on every £500 I pay back, so every month I pay it back, it's costing me £20. 
so it's really for the sake of for the sake of a hundred pounds a week i've got quarter of a million pounds cash sat in the bank in theory okay. that's like that's equivalent to less than the coffees that you buy yeah it's a it's a good meal out isn't it mm, no it's a it, it's a mcdonald's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no definitely my 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 advice is why hand it back if it doesn't cost you much because you can bet your bottom dollar as soon as you want to borrow money you're going to have to jump through hoops and then get turned down in the first place by the banks or pay six seven eight nine percent nine percent interest plus so why on earth would you hand it back and why on earth would you not get one in the first place i still know of people who haven't got them yet i'm like come on get it yeah because the, the one thing that will kill your business, the only thing generally, if you're a nursery, that is not charging enough, not being full enough, over, over, overstocking with staff uh, and running out of cash. That, those are the basic or, or uh, a catastrophe, a childcare catastrophe issue, but we won't go into that one. This is an upbeat <laughs> program. Yeah, as long as you've got enough cash and that you spend that cash wisely to uh, get more kids in happy days yeah absolutely yeah you were chatting we were chatting to somebody the other week and they said they spent uh 150 pounds and only got one sign up and you were yeah. you you like held your head in your hands and went duh yeah yeah and and primarily because they were used to getting much better response to it so they were quite shocked that it cost 150 pounds to get a sign up and i'm like how much is that worth five grand yeah. ten grand 15 yeah. grand well, it's, uh, worth a minim- it's, worth a, it's worth a minimum of two and a half grand a year. Minimum. Maximum. For 150 quid. Yeah, maximum yeah. 50 grand over a four-year period, maybe. Where, where can I put my 150 pounds into that slot machine? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So your response is, well, spend another grand and get another five more. Yeah. And yeah. happy days. Yeah. And I, I think they looked in the mirror and went, duh. Yeah. <laughs> But but it's, it's all to it's all with what what you're used to, isn't it? At the end of the day, even if you spent two hundred and fifty pounds to get a child in, and you only got five grand, that's less than five percent of the cost. It's crazy silly money. That's silly the importance money. of of the mastermind meetings and the Zoom calls that we have, because you get stuck in your ways and you get stuck in a safe zone. And it's only when you hear what other people are doing or people push you in a direction. We've pushed two or three people to have uh, rather large price increases. And yeah. they were panicking and worried and thinking their business is going to fall apart. And one of them, two months ago, they had the price increase, announced it, and not one person has battered an eyelid. They've all just agreed it. And yeah. so don't be scared. Don't be scared yeah. because, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, it's needed and, re- and required. And being involved in a group of other people doing it gives you that comfort blanket and that sense where you can come in and, say you're nervous, say you're worried, even if you're not in front of your staff and you, you know, put your big chest out and you carry it on your shoulders, but behind closed doors, you can be scared and that's okay. It just means you're human. Yeah. And that, that is the whole point of the Zoom meetings is that you get, you get the feedback from five or six, six, seven other nursery owners. And you say, I'm thinking of doing this. Is anybody else doing that? And if everybody puts their hands up, you go, okay. And what was your reaction? I had no problem whatsoever. I had one person and I was prepared to have a battle with it. And when I spoke to that person, they, they said to me, oh, we're not against it. We just want to understand why you have that. And they were quite happy. They weren't running away. You gain 
group confidence if seven of you are saying we've done this and it's not a problem then you go okay maybe i'll give it a go then and that's the whole point of them isn't it safety in numbers isn't it almost yeah yeah it's um herd mentality is the phrase herd 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 mentality yeah not long you can go out for your meal now then counting counting the days there's a calendar up on the wall and the crosses and ticks are going in as we speak and how long left before you think you're going to get your outside meal well isn't i honestly don't know i i I think bars are opening the game from the 12th aren't they the pubs are outside from the 12th of april aren't they really yeah that's what i believe it's all the local places that i follow on facebook they're all advertising for staff to start on the 12th of april so i assume that's when they're that's when they are actually opening and uh, yeah so i imagine i'll get my first meal on the 12th of april to be fair so <laughs> you, you're you're in no rush then you're gonna be hungry by then i've already booked i've already got <laughs> loads of bookings at loads of restaurants because i think everyone's gonna to want to go and you've also booked some foreign holidays have you four did you say yeah but booked some i have booked some refundable or fully cancelable hotels I booked four of those, but I've actually booked, started booking the flights now for September and August. So uh, I'm still a little bit dodgy whether May or June will happen. I think that's a, a little bit risky to book, but uh, I think July, August, September, happy days. And you've also booked a, ba- a, a backup plan as well, haven't you? I've got a camper van. Yeah, I mod- cannot believe you've got a camper van. You wow. are so... That you are so not camper van person. <laughs> but this, there, there are such things as five-star campsites. And uh, there's a particularly nice campsite on the Goodwood Hills in West Sussex that has won. Can you hear um, yourself? Campsite, it's five stars. So there's all the hookups and it's one toilet of the year for the last three years oh, running. Really? And Did you um, say it's, it's all the hookers? Yeah, I didn't say anything about hookers. And this campsite is £80 a night. You, you can imagine it's pretty top and notch but yeah it's more first days out on that sort of thing as I do a lot of mountain biking so it's nice to carry the bike around in the van and when the time takes me I can just pull up and go off for go off for a ride and Happy you days. bought a van and you bought a van that you're converting yourself yes well hey the design is is my design I wouldn't say converting it myself because my, my hands are very soft and delicate so uh, the chances <laughs> of me getting dirty or or yeah. sawdusty it's not going to happen but luckily enough I know some very handy people now so yeah, that's all so yeah so you're putting a bed in there and and, and uh, a bowl and a, a cooker and things like that are you no not going the, the whole hog of cooking so <laughs> I, li- I like my meals out too much or perhaps they're barbecues are fine but it's mainly going to be for a day van that can convert into an, an overnight camper i can't imagine there'd be too many nights away but there may be a, a, a dozen or so on the in the on the warmer days i'm looking forward to uh going on a road trip to uh, austria as soon as i can but i'm not sure they're going to let us in for a while no well who knows who knows we can just just hope the vaccines go well and everybody stays healthy and happy and and it's certainly looking more positive than last year well i've had mine no ill effects so far good <laughs> no but, sense uh, no yeah. feeling yeah there you go that's it anything else that's you want to no that's no I've, i think i'm all done for uh, for uh, this week and uh, look forward to joining the listener next week yeah have a good week listener Take it easy. Bye.
If there are any topics on today's episode of the Nursery Business Podcast and you want to find out more or ask questions or have suggestions, email podcast at yournurserybusiness.co.uk. Take care, guys.